My bed is a spaceship. The Pirates of the Milky Way. Chapter 5. Professor Curtis. Curtis did not feel satantastic or universalian as he walked into his first lesson. Unlike his old school, he was not able to slump in a chair and be silent. No, as he walked in, everyone looked at him. He had to be a teacher. A teacher! Yet his mind went blank and he wanted to cry. What could he do? The class was full of adults. How could he control them? They were either on their phones or computers. Some were pacing anxiously up and down and others were tutting their disapproval. Curtis steeled himself and suddenly felt better when he saw Grandpa Tubb sitting by the window. He smiled and saluted him. Curtis then thought to himself, what would Mr. Copernicus do? Curtis felt his knees go weak as he faced his pupils. He scribbled his name on the board. Now what? he thought. Curtis took the register. He began to read the list. Mr. Solemn, he said. I suppose I must be here, he replied in a slow, depressed voice. A lucid triangle head? Straight backed and ready. Merry moan bones? I'm here, here to spot my back, ankle, liver, kidney, nose, head and some other pains. Sweating stress, Strudel? I'm here, I'm here, though I have loads to do, so hurry up, hurry up, he replied. Yawning yawner? <laughs> Is it time for bed yet? She replied. Chuckle cabbage? <laughs> yes, yes, we captain, I mean, teacher. He replied and moved his thick glasses up his lettuce-like nose and ignored the bits of vegetable-like skin falling to his table. Four knees, McGraw? Aye, 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 me hearties, I'm here and ready, he replied. Grandpa Tub, Pickling pickles here and you are doing a pickling of a pickling good job. And numbers, Norman. Fifteen minus five times by two divided by ten and halved. Is that a yes? Of course, it works out as one. And there is one of me here, replied numbers, Norman, and went back to his calculator. Faces were peering at Curtis, like the triangle-headed man at the front. He even got a huge yawn from yawning yawner. What do you want? Curtis asked the class, but his head felt empty. Every hand in the class went up. Who should he choose? He just pointed to the person in front of him. Facts and figures, teacher, that's what we need, said Numbers Norman, whose head was shaped like an old-fashioned calculator. He pointed to the next hand, any hand. He did not know what he was doing. Just need to get the job done, now, said sweating stress strudel whose thin face was pulsing in different areas so pieces of skin which looked like pastry kept falling off. Then he noticed Chuckle Cabbage's hand shoot up, higher than everyone else's. He was about to choose his, but Mary Moanbones yelped in pain and Curtis pointed to her. I think we should talk about my painful back and hips and head and feet, she said and creaked as she sat up straight. 
Don't care, said Mr. Solemn. Aye, do what you will, said Fawnees McGraw. Curtis did not understand what he meant, but felt that he looked familiar. Chuckle Cabbage jumped up and down with his hand in the air, but Curtis had already pointed to Grandpa Tub. Whatever you do will be a pickling pickle of a good lesson, he said. Remember, we are here to learn to be a kid, so just teach us what you do. Grandpa Tub then winked at him. Okay, Curtis said to the class. He stopped, because the only thing he could think of was how to make a paper plane. Now that would not be much use, would it? I want you all to make a paper plane, he told the class. Why? asked Numbers Norman. Do you have instructions? asked a lucid dranglehead. Won't be any fun, said Mr. Solemn. I need to finish my business call first, said Sweating Stress Strudel. As children, we just do it, replied Curtis. Why? asked Mary Moanbones. You don't need a reason, said Curtis, somewhat flabbergasted. Really? It must be nice being a child, yawned yawning yawner. Don't you remember being a child? Curtis asked. I know. It was so long ago and I've been so busy since, said Ulysses Trianglehead. We'll just try it. Ahoy, me hearties, I'll do it said Four Knees McGraw. Curtis then ripped a sheet of paper from a book and began folding it. He expertly created a plane with wide wings and a sharp point at the front. He launched the craft which circled around the room before nestling in Mary Moan Bone's hair. There was a sound of applause from the class which made Curtis feel much better. He even smiled. Within five minutes, planes were flying everywhere. There was the odd chuckle, but not from Chuckle Cabbage. This vegetable-headed creature, with glasses taped to his head, just sat quietly in the corner. That was a great prickling lesson, Grandpa Tub said to Curtis as the bell went. The adults trooped out. The last was Chuckle Cabbage, who stopped in front of Curtis. Why didn't you choose my hand? he asked. Curtis was quiet, as he didn't understand. I put my hand up for ages and you, you did not choose it. Do you not like me? No, Curtis said bemused. There were so many hands up that he did the best he could. Sorry, I'll choose you next time. Chuckle Cabbage then started to chuckle and left the room. <laughs>